building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello, and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's big question with a hopefully short answer is, are you addicted to work? Now, not going to lie, this is actually about whether I am addicted to work myself, but you are going to learn something too. And a quick PSA, I mean, I guess a quick disclaimer before we get started. I am not a therapist or a licensed professional. Addiction is a very serious issue that I think many of us have dealt with in our lives. And this is my experience with being a workaholic and how I deal with it. And it may or may not apply directly to your experiences. All right. With that said, let's get started. So I asked my husband the other day, do you think I'm addicted to work? And where I thought he would have said no, even if the answer was yes to appease me, as husbands sometimes do, he said, "Mm, maybe, which in this case means yes. Unlike when I say maybe to my kids, which always means no, even though they think it means yes, but that's a different, different topic. I was kind of surprised by his response, but I really shouldn't have been. I, like many people, tie my self-worth to my level of productivity, to the things that I achieved, to my level of success. You know, all of you overachievers out there know how it goes. So anytime I'm supposed to be relaxing, I'm multitasking. At night, the TV is on and I'm working or I'm folding laundry or I'm taking a bath and I'm trying to get my business reading in. And I can't bring myself to read very much fiction because it feels like a waste of time. I don't know why I'm like this. Well, I eventually decided to do some research so I could tell you more about this and what to do about it. I did what you can also do, which is Google, why do I feel like I always have to be productive? And this very pointed article from BetterHelp came up. There is a paragraph right toward the beginning that hit it on the nose that I am going to read to you right now. Individuals that feel the constant need to always be productive often live in a sense of urgency and may overcommit. When we live with a sense of urgency and are always thinking about our next task, we keep ourselves from focusing on the present moment and being mindful. Overcommitting and overwhelming ourselves with tasks can ultimately lead to chronic stress. Chronic stress can lead to things as extreme as sleeplessness, depression, and anxiety. And when our physical and mental health isn't at its best, our productivity won't be either. Why is that so me? That paragraph just hit me hard. For example, when I'm driving or walking and people are moving slow around me, I get so annoyed. I often find myself saying to myself, Why don't these people move with a sense of urgency? I could literally be on like a relaxing stroll or just driving down the road with nowhere to be, but I need to be speeding and speed walking because I'm always moving with a sense of urgency. Sleeplessness and anxiety also speak to me. My therapist says she doesn't like to pathologize our feelings and actions. So when I'm at therapy, we talk about anxiety, but in different words. That said, I was doing an anxiety evaluation with a close friend recently, and the therapist said, if you have five of nine of these traits, it's likely that you had 
have anxiety. And I had seven of the indicators myself. And I was like, uh oh, I think this is actually more about me than it is about you. Anyway, work addiction is a real addiction and it should definitely be diagnosed by a doctor, just like we talked about at the beginning. But that said, here are some signs that I've found online that say that you could potentially be addicted to work thanks to a website called Recovery Village. One, you think about how you can free up more time to work. I do this all the time. Oh, yay, the kids are going to a sleepover this weekend. I can get my work done. It's like, how about relaxation or doing something for yourself, Jackie? That would be a good idea. Two, you can't remember the last time you took a day off or a sick day. Three, you can't sleep because you're thinking about work. That happens to me all the freaking time. Four, not being able to work is stressful. I'm actually going on a trip to Italy and Greece next month, and I'm going to try to not work. I don't think I have gone the full nine years that I've been running my business without working on vacation. Next, you deprioritize hobbies. Overworking has impacted your health. You work to escape. People in your life ask you to cut back. It's especially alarming when your kids are like, mom, you work too much. I'm sure that's happened to many of us. And work ends up consuming your life. All of the things that I just listed are indicators that you could be overworking yourself or addicted to work. Now I want to share some things that I've discovered that help me learn to do, do one thing at a time and relax a little bit. One is doing exercises where you cannot multitask. Yes, I have a treadmill desk. It's like my pride and joy, and I love to walk on it while I work. Well, it's not my pride and joy. My children are my pride and joy, but I do love my freaking treadmill desk. But in the last two years, I started lifting, and you absolutely can't do anything else while you're lifting. You have to focus on the heavy weights that you're (laughs) attempting to lift. I try to resist the urge to turn on a podcast or an audiobook or anything else so I can focus on the muscles that I'm working out and how I'm feeling and my performance in the workout instead of trying to listen or trying to do something else. Okay, number two might be weird advice, but check out those sauna blankets. If you haven't seen them, it's a literal sleeping bag that gets hot inside like a sauna. I lobbied my husband for a few months to get us on it in our house. And the problem is the only room where we really have room for it is where his desk is. And he wasn't into it. That was a no-go. So I discovered these higher dose sauna blankets. Thank you to Eden on my team who sent it to me. And now I get in it three or four times a week. It's literally like zipping a hot sleeping bag around yourself and it zips all the way up to your head. And here's the thing. When you're in it, your arms are zipped in and you can't do anything else. I tried for a few times to like, I don't know, read a book or do other things with my arms out and you just don't get the same effect. So now I have 30 to 45 minutes, three to four times a week where I'm basically trapped and forced to relax. It's kind of beautiful. The third thing that you can do to try to stay focused, do one thing at a time, and reduce your kind of anxiety around work is journaling. My journal prompts me every single day to reflect on things that I could have done better that day, and specific things show up over and over again, like not multitasking, not task switching, less working in front of crappy reality TV, and getting more sleep. I find that work stresses me out a lot less when I get more sleep even if I have the exact same amount of work on my plate. It just feels different. 
All right. I said at the beginning and I'll say it again. I am not a therapist or a licensed professional. If you do struggle with overworking yourself, get help. I have a therapist that I talk to about this often and shared a few other strategies with you today. So I hope you'll consider consider trying one of them. I'm also going to link a quiz in the show notes that could tell you more about whether or not you are a workaholic and what you can do about it. All right. If you are overworking yourself or you know someone who is, please share this with them and hopefully they can get some advice on what to do about their situation from someone who has been there many, many times me. And I will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.